as it gets. This is Nash Gruner, the son of Olivia Gruner, and you are listening to the UCW radio show in your face. The number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW radio in your face. Give it to me, baby. All right, welcome to the UCW Radio Show. Glad to be back. We're coming back to you today with another great guest. Uh, Before we bring her on and before we make the introduction, I want to remind all our uh, listeners out there to make sure to check out the uh, UCW Magazine and .com and UCWRadio.com. We revamped the sites to make it easier to navigate uh, and we're able to profile our guests a little better so you can have the links information pictures their bios so on and so forth uh, their their social media uh, and uh, that type of thing so uh, yeah and we have a whole series of uh, new guests coming on uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna be a lot of fun excited about this new season uh, we're gonna kick it off with our first uh, guest in a minute uh, what I want, uh, what I want to say before we, uh, go into it, um, I want to let our listeners know, especially now that we're, we're going into summertime, there's going to be a lot of grilling going on, uh, throughout the United States. I want you to take the opportunity to, uh, go and go to healthyirishman.com. And that is the website of celebrity chef Gavin Murphy. He has some great recipes. He's been featured in Muscle and Fitness, I don't know, like about a, a gazillion times already. And he's in there uh, in the, the most recent editions. So you want to check that out and get some healthy grilling going on. I mean, he, he can create magic out of nothing. Uh, and you would think that it's not healthy, but it's beyond healthy because he doesn't eat any other way and his clients don't eat any other way. So, uh, yeah, check it out, healthyirishman.com. And with that said, uh, what I want to do, I want to introduce our, our guest. You know, she's from Argentina. She's, uh, living in Miami. She's an actress and a model. And you know what? I'm going to let her, Go into everything, uh, for you guys, uh, cause I want you to, I want you really ex- to, to learn more about her journey to date. And, uh, maybe some of you will get inspired. So without further ado, let's bring on Deborah Funes and onto the show. Deborah, hi, how are you? Hi, Lois, how are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Thank you for taking time to come on the show. Oh, you are so welcome. Thank you for inviting me. I had to invite you. You're reading your bio, forget about it. Without you, the show wouldn't be that exciting. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you, you. No problem. So, why, you know, for the for the purpose of our listeners, why don't you, you know, uh, give give us um give, give us uh, an idea of the of what you what you've done. Of, of who you are, because I want them to get a little more familiar with you. Okay. I'm going to start for a short biography so they can have an idea where I am coming from. I am coming from Argentina. I moved here um, 17 years ago, and I've been modeling since I moved to Miami, uh, just by a coincidence, uh, the uncle of one of my best friends, he 
um, put me for lingerie model of his uh, company that was Italian uh, company in Miami and all over the United States. So from there, a lot of uh, scouts for different talent agencies, they asked me to go and put myself in the list. And honestly, I was not coming to Miami to become a model because I was just focusing to work in, um, in my career of advertising and marketing. So that was kind of inviting and a lot of sensation. And I started going out to castings and I got a job for MTV. Um, I got a, a lot of TV commercials and I, I don't know, just little by little I was going higher and higher in the Latin and in the American uh, modeling and acting. No, not too much acting, but more uh, print to commercials, videos, music videos, stuff like that. But you documentaries. But, but you 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 originally started in advertising, right? Which is interesting. My origin what? Uh, you you originally started in advertising. Mm, uh, well, no, I was I was modeling, but they asked me to do um, an advertising for MTV. Okay. Uh, my career was. I, I am professional. I have a degree, a university degree of five years advertising. That's what I say. Right. That, that's, um, that, that's what I was talking about, that you initially wanted to get involved in advertising. That's what you were looking to do. But then modeling, you, you were doing modeling for a while, for here and there, but then an opportunity came up for you to go a little further. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I, I was starting to be behind the camera, not in front of the camera. <laughs> okay. But in deep in my heart, I wanted to uh, be uh, an actress for movies. Means a movie star, but not for the fame. Just in my heart, I was feeling the cinematography. Mm-hmm. When you feel something deep in your heart, you you cannot change it, and you, you cannot replace it with anything. I was trying to replace it because my family. They were very uh, focusing me to make money and work uh, behind the cameras and doing something that is more normal. No cinematography. Sometimes you have a job and sometimes you don't have, or an artist or anything about art. Mm-hmm. They didn't let me to be an artist. So when I when I got the opportunity to be um, in modeling and acting, um, I I really took it because I was doing a little bit in Argentina and in Miami was. Uh, much better for me. They opened the doors more than in Argentina for me. And you worked, so, you, you worked with some big brands when you were modeling, right? Excuse me? You worked with, you worked with some big companies, some big brands, some big, uh, um, some big advertisers. Come well, in Argentina, I was working like a promotional model for Benetton, mm-hmm. for Coca-Cola, and for a lot of big brands, but um was not uh, exactly was not what I was looking no was not what I had in, in my heart. In my heart I had cinematography, not even mm. soap operas or theater or You didn't want to be a promotional girl, you don't want to be the promotional model to give stuff out? <laughs> <laughs> no. I was doing that. I was actually I was in and the car shows I've been a performer. That's exactly what I was thinking about. I'm I'm looking at you. I'm picturing you with the car pointing to it, say, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) 
trust me, I did everything from promotion to be in front of the stunt to uh, be performer, to be a, a singer, model in the runway, swimwear. I did everything uh, in the entertainment industry, absolutely everything. Just um, like I'm saying, cinematography is in my heart, and now I am in the movies, and that's what I wanted since the day that I'm born, okay. I probably. All right, so what we're going to yeah. do, see, I, I know what you're doing now, and we're going to get into that yeah. during the second half of the show, but what I want to do for the purpose of our listeners, I want them to, to, to learn about the journey, because that's what we do here. We talk mm -hmm. about the journey. It's not just about what you're doing now. It's how you got there, because it wasn't something that you woke up one day and you... You had a film career. You woke up one day, you were doing music videos, or you were doing whatever, whatever it is that, that's going on. You were making movies. You, and and it, this, is, this was a process. It took you time. Even though you knew what your dreams were and what you wanted to do, it, 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 it was a process to get there. And, it's, and it wasn't easy. Well, uh, um, first of all, I was a uh, lead actress for Little Place uh, in the school when, since I was six years old, always they put me in front of hundreds of people like the lead actress. And in that moment, I learned how to lose the shy in front of big crowds. Mm -hmm. And I learned how to perform uh, as an actress in the stage since I was six years old until I was uh, probably 12. And then, uh, you know, all the process, modeling, promotional, Music videos, performer, moved to Miami, lingerie, MTV commercial. That was my first experience in real acting, uh, a commercial for MTV. That was the first one, but it wasn't in Spanish, right. uh, but in Miami. Then uh, a producer uh, for the Latin market, he represented me and managed my career for uh, one year or two. I keep, uh, he put me all over the Latin channels, and I did some sketch all in Spanish and TV mm -hmm. commercials. And then um, I was, uh, I had the invitation to do a pilot TV series with the Baywatch producers. Okay. So we went to Puerto Rico for one week and I had to speak in English. My English was really bad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and my acting was mm, mediocre because my English was not good. So okay. to think in English, act in English was very hard for me. And these producers, that they are the original, they were supposed to say, they told me, you gotta take acting classes and English classes, and you gotta start with the American market, and I say, do you think they're gonna give me any attention? I say, I ask them, and they say, yes, of course, I say, and I ask them, why? I don't have the big books like Pamela Anderson, right. and they say, yep, but uh, don't ever put big books like her, because you're gonna ruin the possibility of your a, a good actress. Mm -hmm. You're just going to stop being, end up being a bombshell. And, um, okay, I took the advice and uh, immediately I've been taking acting classes and, and immediately the, one of the producers um, in the whole film industry, two of them actually, they offered me a role in the feature film because they saw my pictures in my modeling website and they really liked okay. uh, the look. Oh, they were looking, they were looking they were like, oh, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I was just scared because I never, you know, I never been, at that point was like 2007, 2000, between 2005, 2007, I, I was, I never been traveling to do a feature film with American whole filmmaker. I was just scared. 
So when one of them told me that in the movie was um, a porno star that I had to do some nudity, I completely say no. A, a porno <laughs> and star? I love that. What is, what's going on with this career now? <laughs> well, sometimes they put in the whole, yeah. sometimes they put a porno star yeah. and they ask, you know, they ask the porno star to be naked and they ask me to be nude and I say, no, I don't want that. Mm -hmm. So I completely delete that possibility. Okay. But the other didn't ask me to be naked. Uh, that's probably a quarter of a second of topless. See, but you know, <laughs> so I but, say, okay. but, but you know the thing is, Deborah, mm -hmm. is that you, you with that film, a lot of a lot of actresses would have just said yes, but you were thinking about your your image and you were thinking about the future for you. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I reject a lot of nudity uh, for. So many years. For ten years, I've been saying no, 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 no. Until um, Joe Holo, he offered me a role in a feature film called Disciples that was shot in Los Angeles in 2012. And he, um, you know, he put a big, big actors in the horror film industry. And the location was so amazing, and the project, and you know, Hollywood. Right. <laughs> I was like, okay. If I don't have any other chance, I I gonna take it because it's a possibility to be with big actors, and you know I never been shooting in Hollywood, so right. I took it. And um and, and and the movie just came out like one month ago or three weeks ago, mm -hmm. and they they show uh, uh, the topless scene with me and. Deborah Lamb, that is an actress, okay. uh, well known in the horror film industry, and looks pretty nice. I mean, it's very artistic, it's beautiful, mm -hmm. and it's outside a castle. And honestly, I I don't regret because it was the only chance that I had to be with the actors. Right. <laughs> but um, after 2012, I got the opportunity to perform like lead actress in a TV series called Whist. Okay. And it's a thriller crime scene that is all over uh, all over the world by the Runku channel. Okay. And was shot in Pennsylvania. Ooh. Then I did a lead role in a feature film called Jebediah's Act that was shot in Dallas. And then I did another feature film called You Found Me. Uh, let me check. I don't know what else I did, but uh, honestly, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do to get what you gotta get, yeah, <laughs> what you wanna get. You know, th that's what it is. You know, because you know, if you have opportunities that come your way, like you may be working with a director now that may not have the credentials or, or the the films behind them, but then you don't know what's gonna happen later. And maybe, yeah, maybe you and you build a relationship, and, that, and that's what it's about. It's if the project, as long as the project isn't ridiculous, then you're okay. <laughs> well, honestly, um, I've been going. I started shooting a movie called Scream Farm in 2007. We shot okay. The, um, the Scream Farm is a film of fifty thousand dollars only, and okay. I end up doing movies that they're much, much uh, bigger budget. Right. And I am moving in the direction that I got to do uh, movies of millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. So it looks like I have a good eye to pick up the project that they're going to help me 
and not destroy my image. Because yeah. I got offers all the time to do this, to do that, to do that. And I'm like, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. Because um, I have big intuition, extremely, extremely strong intuition. And, and I think that helps me to pick up the right project with the right people at the right moment. So my career is going higher, and I am so happy right now. Well, you, you have to trust your gut feeling. You have to trust, you know, your first, your first reaction, your first, your first thought when you see something. And that's what you've been doing, which which is good because if you don't do that, then what winds up happening, you you kind of put yourself in a position that you're working on a project that you didn't want to be in, and it's not ne you're never gonna be you wouldn't you're never gonna be happy with it, and then when something goes wrong, you're gonna say to yourself, "I knew I shouldn't have did it." Exactly. <laughs> and you don't want any of that stuff. Um, but you know, when looking again, I'm do I I like going into. Um, into the real deal as, as opposed to, you know, the movies and everything because, you know, when, you know, our listeners, they like hearing the story, okay, about the person. Mm -hmm. And you, you have a diverse background, all right? Now, mm -hmm. now there's a rumor out there that uh, you had something to do with teaching. Is this true? Yeah, well, I, I finished um, the school with a degree of a teacher, Ah, uh, see, you, at the age you, you, you have 17. brains, you have brains, and that's it. That's what's important. Yeah, well, I got a teacher degree, then I had a university degree in advertising, and because of both degrees, um, uh, a bachelor institute that is in uh, Argentina, is mm -hmm. the, one of the top bachelor's institutes, they took me like um, official teacher. Okay. <laughs> that was a huge, I mean, a huge uh, experience for me because I had students that were from my same age to much older and was really hard for me to earn the respect mm -hmm. from those students. <laughs> I remember one time they got like uh, one of the students say, hey, do you know what time is coming the teacher? And I say, I am the teacher, and the guys lie, laugh on me because they didn't believe me. But I ended up being a good teacher, and, and now I teach uh, people who want to move forward in the career, and they want to uh, be able to perform as an actor mm -hmm. in paid gigs. I okay. teach them how to manage the career. Okay. Or some people who want to start in modeling or acting, um, I teach them because uh, we are right now in a time where everything is about internet mm -hmm. and you got to know how to promote yourself and how to put yourself out there because if you don't put yourself out there in the right way, you're going to attract the wrong people uh, or you will not going to attract anybody. <laughs> That, that's true. You know? And I want you to hold that thought because, Deborah, we're going to take a quick break, but I want, I want to come back sure. to that because I think it's important because you have a lot of um, aspiring actors and models and, and entertainers out there, and they, they don't know how to promote themselves. And if they do, some promote themselves in the wrong way, and that's not good. So I want to touch on that and get your input on that. Uh, but stay with sure. us. I want our listeners to stay with us, and we're going to be right back with you on the UCW Radio Show right after this quick break.
girl I'ma love you on the weekends No matter where we go From the time we make babies To the time they go to college Oh yeah For life I'm gonna make you shine Oh yeah, yeah Back in the day since I was young This is Louis Bello, and you've been listening to my new single, You the Best. You can get this at louisbello.com or on iTunes. DDP Yoga. It ain't your mama's yoga. <laughs> Over the last 12 years, I developed this amazing program I now call DDP Yoga, specifically to strengthen and heal my own body. It's the only reason I was able to wrestle in the ring well over 15 years and three world championships. And now, I want to bring this amazing workout to you and it will change the way you think about the word yoga. DDP Yoga is all about zero impact, kick-ass cardio, increased flexibility and core strength conditioning. It's like nothing you have ever seen or done before. DDP Yoga. Yoga. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the UCW Radio Show, and we we were t- we've been talking t- with Deborah Funes, and we had you know I mean it, it, she has an interesting career, an interesting journey so far, and we left off. We were talking about you know kind of marketing and and putting yourself out there as an actor, a model, an entertainer, and she has a lot of insight because she helps people to actually do this uh deborah welcome back hi <laughs> <laughs> oh so uh so yeah you know what you 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 left off you were talking about um you know someone in entertainment uh putting themselves out there you know give give, give your input on that of what your thoughts are on that and then i want to ask you a couple of questions about it Okay, first of all, um, when a person is public, uh, has to become a product, um, uh, like a product that people want to reach or watch. A brand. Uh, exactly. Right. Because um, uh, if you don't have, as a 
public person, you don't have a, a profile, um, people, first of all, they ignore you. Uh, you don't have your uh, profile with a strong definition. Uh, so they really don't know who you are, what you are, or they don't feel attraction. For example, uh, Danny DeVito, okay, he's funny, short, fat. Uh, he, he represents that. He's good for comedy, for mafia rock. So every actor has to have their own profile. Mm -hmm. If they don't have their own profile, um, they don't know how to market themselves. Okay. Uh, and also, um, some people use the social media to promote the family, to promote things that the producers and directors, they really don't care. Mm -hmm. um, I put very little things, very little personal things, and, and that's not really important for the filmmakers. Mm -hmm. What is important for the filmmakers is about your job, your career, and so I try to filter a lot of people, and especially in Facebook, uh, and I try to have 5,000 filmmakers and actors, and I try to delete the rest because I don't use Facebook in especially to promote my privacy too much. Mm -hmm. A little bit, but not, not too much. You don't want to let people um, know what you had this morning to eat? I never take a picture of my food. All no. a lot of people take pictures of the food I put on all over the internet, and honestly, that was not gonna give you a job anywhere. I, I, I always take pictures of my food and I put it out there, but I'm not looking for a job anywhere, so I'm okay. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But what I'm saying, um, for example, when people take pictures of me and. I get upset. I say, no, don't take picture because I don't manage uh, what you're going to do with the picture. If I look bad, I can appear all over social media and I don't want to promote myself in a bad way. So I don't let people take pictures. And if I let them, then I don't like it. I make them delete and they get upset. So you got to manage what, what you're going to publish out there. You cannot put everything or whatever the other people want to put. Mm -hmm. Um, so um, you're going to be very picky of what you publish and what you don't publish. Uh, sometimes I want to promote everything I do, but then I figure out, oh, wait a minute. This is not important for the film industry. You, and the social media is very important for to connect with the actors, filmmakers, producers. It's very, very important. People have no any idea. Uh, but I am not talking about Instagram, Twitter, where everybody can follow you. And it's not too much interaction. I'm talking about Facebook. When you when you have the profile of the people that you have as a friend, and it's more personal interaction right there. Mm -hmm. The Twitter and Instagram people put uh, anything, and people follow you. It's more for prom promoting yourself for the public. Right. But it's not too much personal interaction. So what you're saying, like with with Twitter and Instagram. And in other types of social media, and, and not Facebook and LinkedIn, that that social media is more to connect with the fans, where Facebook and LinkedIn is more for your business. Exactly, okay. absolutely. That's why I, in Twitter, I post pictures, I put links to the songs that I hear, uh, I put uh, whatever I want because it's for the fans. But, mm -hmm. but Facebook, you gotta be more picky because then it's more interaction, more personal interactions. And that can give you a lot of uh, jobs as an actor, like a model, 
like a cinematographer, writer, mm-hmm. but people ignore all those things. They have no any idea. <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, they, 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 well, this is why what we're speaking about right now, what we're talking about right now, uh, could help someone out there because if you're, if an actor or an entertainer is trying to promote themselves and trying to get jobs, you know, these little tips may help them. So you're helping people. Yeah, you? exactly. You're helping people. Exactly. I like that. I like that. Okay. So now, um, let's say you, you, you have uh, an entertainer. And they're on they're on Facebook, and they want they're looking for or they're on LinkedIn. They're looking for jobs. I mean, how would they go about linking up with uh, with these directors and producers and things of that nature? Well, there is a lot of groups on Facebook that is for actors and filmmakers and for castings for IMDb. It's all about the film industry. Right. If you become part of those groups, then you can post your material as an actor. And if you don't have any material as an actor, then you have to build up your material like an actor because everybody can put a resume that they've been doing this and that, and it's all a lie. Mm-hmm. The people in the film industry, they don't trust easily. They want to see your material as a performer. Right. So you have to show a uh, demo reel. Demo reel is very important. And sizzle, sizzle. I have to, yeah, I have to update my demo reel right now, ah. actually. But it's, it's very, very important, demo reel. So now the demo reel has to be made, and that way that's something that you can show to the directors or producers, or even other actors that may be working on projects that can be helpful to an entertainer, right? Absolutely. Also, the IMDb page, I mean, if, if you are not in IMDb, it's like you almost don't exist in the film industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, the hardest thing is to get into the film industry. Is that the hardest thing? I mean, nobody gonna give you a role um, if you are not an actor. I mean, it's, it's it's like to win a lottery when you have a speaking role in the film and you never been an actor before. Oh my God, that's a big thing. So a lot of people to be able to get into the movies, they have to put money, they have to invest, they have to have a, a, a an uncle, or a, a brother, or someone to help them. <laughs> Oh, it's they, so difficult. It's, it's one of those things. I get it. <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, unless you do the audition, yeah, unless you do the audition mm-hmm. and the audition is amazing, but normally to do an amazing audition, like happened to me for MTV, or you got the talent naturally, or you've been taking classes, or, or both, you know? Right, right. But it's not that easy to get a role. And and talking about roles, we talked about this off air, and I, I just want to touch on it because it, it what it does it gives a um, it, it paints a picture for an up and coming entertainer of what you should and shouldn't do. Now, when you would uh, you had the opportunity at one point, uh, well, actually, you did something, but it wasn't you know wasn't anything extreme, but you did something with Playboy TV. Okay, so mm-hmm. let's talk about that experience because I think that it'll be helpful for especially the yeah. female entertainers. Well, uh, Playboy offered me many times to be in a contest to, um, to you know, to to be a Miss Playboy 2006, and they offered me in 2005 and 2006. 
And also, I used to work with the, one of the top photographers in Art Nudity. That he used to have a five-star art gallery um, here in Miami Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a photographer for all the playmates. And he told me, if you do the contest, you're going to win. Because I know you're going to win because your love, your body, you, you are absolutely perfect for this. And I said, they offered me before, I don't want to do that. My producer wants to put me there, I don't want to do that. And everybody asked me why, and like I'm saying, in my heart is cinematography. I didn't want to stereotype myself like a bunny, right. <laughs> like a playmate, because... You don't want, um, you don't want the ears and, and the little tail? You don't want the ears and a little bushy tail? No, I love it. Just I trust me. I mean, I have nothing to complain about nudity. If it's well done, it's fantastic. But I just didn't want to be uh, a stereotype, right. uh, en- encapsulated in the concept that probably is not that gonna damage my moral or anything because I'm not religious and conservative about nudity. It's your image. Uh, I, it, it is just, I know that in the film industry, a lot of producers, they take it the wrong way, and if they see you being a playboy bunny, they're going to say, okay, you're going to be naked in my movie. Mm-hmm. They're well, not going to ask you to be with the clothes on. Right. Normally, they're going to ask, you got to be naked or topless, uh, or I want to sleep with you, or something like that, because they take it the wrong way. And... No, they don't do that. They don't say that they want to sleep with anyone. <laughs> they don't do that in Hollywood. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh well. Trust me. Trust me. Yeah. Trust me. Exist exist producers like that that they filter yeah. uh, in that way all over the world, sure. and especially in the Latin market. And in the Latin market, much more than the Americans. Because they figure they can get away with it. That's why. Um, the uh, girl, an entertainer, want to do a lawsuit to a filmmaker in the United States. The filmmaker could have a big problem. Mm-hmm. But in Latin America, the law doesn't protect women too much like in the United States. And that's one of the reasons why I moved here, because here I feel that women has more rights than in Central America and South America. Mm-hmm. So I am happy, <laughs> but still, it still could happen that the producer is taking the wrong way and has the wrong question. You yeah, know that yeah. could happen. It, it, it happens, but I think that in the entertainment industry, uh, you know, I'm sure it happens to to guys too. But I'm thinking with the women more so that if they're not smart about what they're doing, they could become a victim of something. And it happens, you know, and I laughed about it before because, you know, it, it, it's true that in Hollywood you have you have some some producers that, are, you know, they, they do things. And it's unfortunate, but it happens. It happens. Yeah, well, most of the invitations from producers to go out, um, I received from Los Angeles. They asked me to travel with them. They asked me to go dinner with them. And when I say, I'm sorry, I am in Miami. Oh my God, they get so disappointed. But, and they say, you gotta move here. I said, no, hmm. <laughs> I don't wanna move here. And because being in Miami, I'm safe. I mean, if they want me in the movies, they have to send me the ticket and the, all things pay off and, uh, and the agreement. 
And then we're going to meet up in Los Angeles on set. There you go. <laughs> I am safe here in Miami. There you go. There <laughs> That's you the go. way I feel. And, and now, exactly. Well, let, let me let me ask you this. Um, now that that's an important thing. So any you know anyone that's listening, you want to you know kind of absorb this whole conversation because it is important. Now let let's move on to to what you're doing now. Okay, you're working on you're mm-hmm. working on a, a couple of movie projects, and then I want to talk about with the movie projects. Are you behind the camera or are you in front of the camera? Well, right now I am uh, writing a movie called Touch My Heart, and it's a feature film that's going to be hopefully shot at the end of this year or next year. Uh, it's all depend on the money, like always. Mm-hmm. But um, it's an amazing story about an actress who has uh, breast cancer, and she decides to go for natural cure without chemo and radiation. Um, A lot of people want to know about this movie because there is a very high percentage of cancer in the United States, and and I know everything about it. So I know everything about it because I am killing myself with breast cancer naturally. It's based in a real story. Oh, well, good uh, good for you. Good for you. See, you know, so you're, 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 you're a survivor. Well, actually, um, uh, cancer... Uh, it's just the body crying for nutrition. That's what is cancer. But people doesn't know about it, so they cut it out. They put radiation. They could they put chemo that is poison. So people start losing the hair, the teeth, the nails. They die later for another reason. But the principal reason is the immune system is damaged. Mm-hmm. And it was proved that if you give to the body what the body needs. Your body heal of every disease. Could be arthritis, heart disease, mm-hmm. psoriasis. Uh, all this is goes away because the body was created so perfect that it heals itself with the right nutrition. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, so I learned so much about health lifestyle and about mm-hmm. nutrition because I had to research more than 300 hours to be able to heal myself. Okay. That I would love to give a seminar. Okay. <laughs> I would love to put all the information out there and I have a group on Facebook that the name is Natural Cure and I have more than 3,000 people posting almost every hour about how to heal themselves of all so, type of diseases. Well, Deborah, let me ask you something. So, you were you were diagnosed with breast cancer, and then you made a decision to to heal yourself naturally. How, how, what made you come to that decision? Um, well, when I was a child, I had a, a asthma, a chronic uh, bronchitis, and asthma. And I remember the doctor used to give me anti- antibiotics all the time, and 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 I was sick every year and in bed and I couldn't breathe. And my grandmother one time she said to my parents, Leave the kids alone because I want to be with her one week and try to heal her. So my parents they went to a trip and when they came back I was completely heal healed and the the bronchitis and asthma never came back. Mm. Ever. Because my grandmother, she threw to the garbage all the anti- antibiotics and she healed me with herbs, with teas, mm-hmm. with 
beautiful energy with a lot of natural things and she completely healed me so I had that in mind and, and I know that God gave us everything to have a perfect body and a, a good health mm -hmm. and and give us everything in this planet to have a beautiful life. Um, otherwise, we're going to have a very stupid God that make us depend on medicine. Mm -hmm. It's not true. So, if we are... So, so Grandma went old school. Yeah, we have to go back to old school, mm -hmm. and we have to put in the garbage all this food that is plastic with colorants and preservatives and all type of chemicals that is killing the entire planet with cancer and all type of diseases is that the generation of our nature we have to be in connection with nature more and we have to be able to be positive in the way of thinking i had to shift uh, my life because i used to go out a lot i used to drink a lot and i used to become negative uh, party, and now party girl party girl <laughs> it's because of salvage Salvage pervert people. Uh, Salvage, if you don't control yourself, the party here is amazing. And people want to go out every night. When you don't go out, you feel like you are wasting your life. Yeah, and then, you find, so your, then you find yourself on Sabado Gigante, and then you have all types of problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you are so happy uh, with your friends drinking, going out, and then the next day they hangover and you become mm. negative. And... Uh, sick and all the poison in your body so um was very hard to change and i am still feeling it's still changing i am not perfect yet but i um, going in that direction oh, good, good for <laughs> and you. Um, no, no one's perfect but it, you know just a point see I, I wish we would have spoke about this earlier in the show um because this is the real this is the real stuff that people you know need mm -hmm. to hear that's why i said that you know you're you're a survivor. You're a fighter. You're 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 doing the things that you need to do to better yourself, keep yourself healthy, and also to go and and reach out for your dreams and fight for them. And that's what you're doing. You're, you're making movies. Thank you. Yeah, and you're making movies. I I I don't consider myself a survivor. I consider myself a victorious. <laughs> well, well, let's call you a Hello? warrior. We'll we'll call you a warrior. That's what we'll do. Yeah, All because. Right. Uh, survivors normally they end up uh, with the immune system very weak and they die a few years later. I think um, in the direction I am going, I gotta have very good health uh, in every sense. Okay. In every sense, because like I'm saying, when you change your lifestyle and you change your nutrition, you uh, change your body and your life. Is everything together? <laughs> that's that's what you're everything doing. together. So yeah. So now, now that we touched on that, what I want to do, I want to touch on your latest project, um, because mm -hmm. I want uh, I want the listeners to know what you're working on now, and uh, mm -hmm. so that they 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 know what to look for. Your your latest your latest movie. Well, the latest movie was shot uh, during May last month in okay. uh, North Carolina and the name of the movie is You Found Me uh, where did, people from Canada, they, from Los Angeles, from Miami. Hmm? Did they find you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was a really cool movie that was shot in a beach house and was shot in another areas of North Carolina and okay. was a great experience. 
some well-known people were there, and um, we've been there for a couple of weeks, and hopefully the movie going to come up at the end of this year, so we will wait okay. until then. All right, good. They'll 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 find you because as you found me, and they'll find you to make sure they watch <laughs> that movie. Okay, so now, so now, uh, when 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 do you see yourself that the project that you were talking about with the uh, the healing, the natural healing, is that a film that you're going to be behind the camera? Well, I am writing uh, the movie, mm-hmm. and also I have a, a very big script writer. Um, that's gonna help me to make the script really professional. Mm-hmm. Um, this is script writer um, is Hollywood material, but he loves the concept of my movie, and he loves the type of movies that make you laugh and make you cry. That's that's the reason why. That's the principal reason why I choose him okay. to help me with the script. With a script, uh, with a screen. His name is Scott Thompson, and he's amazing. Amazing also in direction. So probably, probably he's gonna be also the director of my film. Um, he gonna direct, uh, and I gonna direct to a co-direct uh, direction, and uh, I am the producer and lead actress. Um, I wanna be involved in this movie from A to C because. Is based in a real life, so nobody better than me to to put the direction in the characters and uh, in the locations because it has to be very re- real, it's, realistic. It's, you know? your, it's your baby, so you want to make sure it's done right. <laughs> yeah, and also I am a perfectionist, and um, I want this to be a good movie, and um, and I am sure it's going to be. Um, because everything is going in the right direction. It's slow. Uh, I wish I can go faster, but I don't want to stress myself because I'm still feeling of breast cancer. I don't wanna. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't wanna be uh, crazy with all this. Mm-hmm. I want to enjoy the journey and take my time. So. That's the key thing. I have good. I have good actors. I have good actors in in the film already. Well, that that's... I've been choosing some good actors. See, enjoying the journey. You know, to me, like you can have your dream, you can have your destination. The journey is more important. Enjoying the ride. Absolutely. You have to enjoy all the moments, the good, the bad, the failures, the successes, the battle. Because when you finally do succeed, you can look back and say, wow, I earned this. And yeah. When, when, when my mom, she say, I cannot wait to see you on the biggest screen, uh, and screen, I was like, who cares about why? I mean, I, I couldn't understand because... What's the point to see me in the real screen? And why do you not happy right now that I am? Well, I am in the real screen, but <laughs> at that moment I was not. I was right. doing more TV. You know, I'm like, uh, what's what's the point to be in the big screen? Or what's the point? I can uh, like if I say I cannot wait to have the mansion that I see from my balcony right now in the Star Island. Excuse me, I'm happy right now with what I got and. Every step is a pleasure. I am not desperate to be a top movie star, to be happy. I was not going to be happy when I get there. I am happy right now. 
Well, you don't have to be on top of the mountain to enjoy the view. So, you know, you have to just go no. and enjoy it as you go along. Not everyone will be, you know, a big, big star. But if you enjoy the ride, you can enjoy what you do and uh, leave a legacy behind when you're done. And that's the purpose of, of making movies, you know, and, and doing TV. Because when you're done, you leave something behind. Well, honestly, the purpose of life is is to enjoy life and be happy and learn how to be happy. I think uh, it's not only about the purpose of doing a movie or be a filmmaker. I think life in general, you exercise everything, to listen music, um, to watch from your balcony, to cook. I, I enjoy from the smallest to the biggest things. For me, everything is enjoyable. And when something is not enjoyable, I completely delete from my life because I don't like the drama. <laughs> I only cry in the movies. <laughs> yeah, you don't need drama in real life. There's enough drama in the world as it is. No, no, no. I only cry. I am good in crying in the movies, and I am mm. good when I die in the movies and the scream and all this stuff. I am good. But in real life, I try to be as happy as possible, enjoy every minute. That's, every situation, yeah. You, you got to smile every day. Okay, you know what, Deborah? I mean, you, your background and everything you've done is is is, is pretty cool, and I and I do um, I do believe that you you actually be you you were helpful with uh, with some of our listeners. I know just just with your background and what you've done and the information you're, you're given. But you know, in this in the span of a show, we can only go over we can only go over so much because uh, if we kept talking, we would this would be like a five hour show, and you would never go <laughs> you you never go to eat dinner. Okay, so <laughs> but exactly. But what, what I want you to do before we close out. Um, can you please uh, give our listeners your social media information, your website information, so they know how to follow your career and find out what's going on with you on a day-to-day -day or month-to-month -month and keep track of that new movie you have coming out and, uh, you know, and then also that movie that you have, uh, You Found Me, because they will find you now. Mm -hmm. now. Now they're going to find you. Now they're going to know. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, well, in... Um in uh, Facebook, you can find the fan page of my movie. Uh, if you put Touch My Heart, uh, it's going to appear the fan page uh, uh, of the movie, and you can follow the updates and casting calls. And also, uh, you can put uh, Deborah Funes and going to appear my fan pages. Um, I have one fan page, but another people create like two or three fan pages, and one of them is Deborah Funes Lovers. <laughs> Uh -oh. Which is funny. The other page, I think, is actress Deborah Funes, and I don't know the other. And in Twitter, you can put Deborah actress, and I'm gonna appear my Twitter. The same in Instagram, you put Deborah Funes, and appear my Instagram. Um, and if you wanna learn about natural cure of whatever. <laughs> Uh, you just go to Facebook and put "natural cure" mm -hmm. with big uh, with big uh, letters, and gonna appear um, a group that is more than three thousand people. Uh, also, I have a group that has more than three thousand people. That the name is "Natural Cure of Breast Cancer." Mm -hmm. So. Anyways, you can find a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, for any listeners out there that are, you know, that are interested, I know you are, 
interested in finding out more about Deborah Funes, you know, you can go go to our website, Twitter, Facebook, sure, Instagram, my, and uh, what, what did you give your website information? My website is uh, www dot com. Check it out, and trust me, you won't be disappointed. Because she's good at what she does, and she's doing some other amazing things, and she's a fighter, she's a warrior, she's looking to make magic along the way. Uh, Deborah, I, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, we had an amazing show. And what I want to do, I want to bring you back on when you, when you come up, when that other project is uh, uh, and going in production or when it's done. Let's bring you back on to talk about it. Sure. Sure. I am open for your invitation anytime, and thank you so much for having me in your show. Well, thank you so much, Deborah. And then for our listeners, make sure to check, check, check out again DeborahFunes.com, and make sure you check out our other shows. Go to UCWMagazine.com. Uh, you can go to the UCW Radio Show, actually UCWRadio.com, and you can hear all the shows. But if you want to look at the profiles, go to U- go to our magazine site, UCWMagazine.com, and get all the profiles and find out all about our great guests, just like Deborah Funes. Uh, thank you again, and we look forward to uh, to sharing some more stories with you uh, during our next uh, episodes. Initiating shutdown sequence. You're listening to UCW Radio in your face. What is your major malfunction? All of you ready? So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.